Hey everyone, welcome to the Full Circle Podcast, a podcast where we share and discuss our thoughts on various topics from an Asian-Canadian perspective and try to come full circle. For those new to the podcast, welcome. I'm Georgia, a Filipino-Canadian, and my pronouns are she, her, and I'm currently situated in colonial Vancouver, the unceded territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. And today, it is just me. Arlene is currently on vacation in Hawaii, living her life on the island. And so it'll just be me for the next however long I can keep up talking to myself, even though I do this all the time. Um, But today's episode is a little bit special. I will be reciting a poem and talking about how it came to be, why I wrote it, all that. So I'll just get right into it. The title's called Nasami Tibiag, which is a rough translation for sweet life in Ilocano. Seated around a plate of sliced mangoes, one foot on the seat, elbow resting on the knee. A beautifully tragic sight, wrinkles indulge as they bite into luxury, knowing one day this moment will vanish, a pleasing memory that'll remain constant. But why must I ponder tragedy? Is this not sweet enough? Can't I just breathe? This heart-like fruit, will it be topped on halo halo, cool like your first designer bag? Will it be dried, packed in luggage, sweet like your next flight? Or maybe it'll just be fresh from the backyard tree, cut into three flat slices, eaten straight from the peel, a sweet life, a sweet life. And I also wrote a little blurb to go along with the piece. These days, it's hard to ignore my parents' white hair and wrinkles. This always leads me down a miserable spiral of intrusive thoughts. When will I be able to spoil them? When can they finally relax? We often think our parents want the same fun as us, be it designer bags or traveling. But what if they're fulfilled with their quality of life without the Pinterest adventures we think they'd enjoy? For my parents, it's spending a simple, carefree retirement in the town they grew up in, coming full circle, eating mangoes like they used to. I used mangoes to represent that one constant in an existence filled with moving parts. This piece is an ode to my parents, who make up a huge part of my slice, for teaching me that life is sweet. So yeah, that's the poem and the little blurb I wrote. Um, And... To give some context now, I wrote this piece back in July of 2021, so it's been a little under a year. Um, I wrote it for the fall 2021, the first official zine of Sliced Mango Collective, and the theme of the scene was, what's your slice? And I'll explain more about Sliced Mango Collective after I kind of describe why I wrote the piece and how it came to life. Um, And I'll go through each paragraph as I organized it. So let's start off with the title, Nesamit Tibiag. Nesamit means sweet and biag means life. Um, At least this is from my experience of hearing those words. And I think this also speaks to my level of comprehension and writing skills when it comes to Ilocano because it's really just based off of my conversations with my parents and how they use these words so uh, by no means is this a direct translation it's just a good ode to how i see the language as well 
Um, and so the first paragraph, seated around a plate of sliced mangoes, one foot on the seat, elbow resting on the knee. Um, I really wanted to start off with a strong visual straight off the bat. It's kind of one of those things, like if you know, you know, and if you pictured it, you know what I'm talking about. But for those who aren't, um, I'd say in my family, at least, we all kind of eat with our foot on the seat and elbow resting on the knee. I don't know. It's just more comfortable, question mark. I'm not sure, but it's also pretty common in Filipino cultures. And I want to say more general in Asian culture or at least Southeast Asian culture to have your foot on the seat while eating. It's weird. I don't know, but it's just normal for us. Um, and so I really wanted to set that visual up right at the start and it kind of sets up the rest of the paragraphs too because when I picture eating sliced mangoes, I picture this exact scene at the dinner table, the four of us, my family. Right after dinner, my mom brings up a plate of sliced mangoes, nice, sweet, and ripe, um, cut into three slices and she always really enjoyed the, and she still does, the middle piece as a child and we would always save that for her and it just gets really messy eating mangoes but it's part of the experience of eating mangoes and it's part of what I remember and how I kind of see you writing this thing and so the second paragraph a beautifully tragic sight wrinkles indulge as they bite into luxury knowing one day this moment will vanish a pleasing memory that will remain constant and I think the beautifully tragic part speaks to how I picture this scene and the tragic part speaks to the wrinkles, the seeing our parents age. It's hard to watch them age. It's kind of in a way sad knowing that moments like this can be taken away from us. But I think there's also a bit of solace knowing that that memory of my mom bringing the mangoes to the table, us sharing a plate of sliced mangoes that memory will always remain constant despite what happens externally and so the third paragraph but why must i ponder tragedy is this not sweet enough can't i just breathe um i think it's really easy to get caught up and always think about the future and to really not be present in the moment and the line is this not sweet enough kind of ties to not realizing how grateful and privileged we really are to just be living and this also kind of ties in with the sweet life line i don't know if anyone picked up the frank ocean <laughs> um, connection there but there's also a line in sweet life by frank ocean that goes so why see the world when you got the beach don't know why see the world when you got the beach that took a lot for me not to sing, um, but I feel like this line really kind of hits home with this poem as well. It kind of in a way describes ignorance as bliss in a way. Um, it's saying that why see the flaws in life when you can kind of just focus on the gems? And while you take that as you will, um, I think this really comes back to realizing that I really and we all have everything we need right in front of us and that we should be grateful and privileged to be just a living um and so while we're still on the <laughs> point of Frank Ocean that last line at the very end goes a sweet life a sweet life I just had to 
end it with more Frank Ocean because we love. Um, and he also references Mango in the song, so I had to. It just made sense. <laughs> um, and the paragraph after this heart like fruit, will it be topped on hollow hollow? Cool like your first designer bag, will it be dried, packed in luggage, sweet like your next flight? If you think about it, mangoes are in a way in the shape of a heart. So that's a lot of fun. And for me, this paragraph kind of describes the different memories I have with mangoes on Hollow Hollow on a nice summer day. Absolutely delicious. Who doesn't like it? Um, first designer bags. I think there's there's some sort of I really don't know how to describe it. There's something there with Filipinos and their designer bags. Filipino moms and their designer bags. Whether they're real or fake, I just don't know how to explain it. If you know, you know. A lot of these things are, if you know, you know. Hard to explain. The part about dragged, packed in luggage. Um, If you've traveled to and from the Philippines, high chance that you're always bringing back dried mangoes and I think that's always something I asked for a family who would visit the Philippines um I would always ask them to bring back dried mangoes and the last paragraph or maybe it'll just be fresh from the backyard tree cut into three flat slices eaten straight from the peel a sweet life a sweet life and I think my point with this paragraph was that Despite all the fancy ways to eat mangoes, dry or on hollow hollow, there's a lot of beauty and simplicity and really getting it straight from the source, straight from nature. And I think this part also speaks to how I see my parents living out the rest of their life just very simply. And in the Philippines, the mango tree chopping it up, eating it right there, right then. So that's kind of my thought process when I was writing this piece. I hope it kind of makes sense. Um, And this is my first published zine. And so why I wrote this, it was for the fall 2021 zine for Sliced Mango. Um, So I wrote it back in July. So it's it's been a little under a year since I've written this. And when I was uh, prompted with the theme, What's Your Slice? I really just, first thing I thought of, was mangoes I just had to write about mangoes and I think a big part of my slice is my family and I think similar with other Filipinos is similar in the and I think and I think in Filipino culture family is very important and I just had to it just was calling me mangoes and family how can I tie them together and write a piece for the scene and this is how this poem came to be so I was actually initially just looking to get more involved in the Filipino community and I really wanted to shift towards a more intersectionality and decolonization lens and I stumbled upon Sliced Mango and I saw that they had a posting for a featured writer for the zine and I was like this is the perfect opportunity to get out of my comfort zone. I had never really considered writing I had written poems here and there that I never read out loud that I never published it kind of just lives in my notes app and so I was like, why not? And so that's kind of how this poem came to be. And a little bit more about Sliced Mango Collective. We are a Filipino youth organization based in the greater Vancouver area where we're focused on engaging community and culture through things like a zine, art, and a lot of community work. And 
you can follow us at let me just pull it up on instagram i don't know what at the top of my head pretty sure it's sliced mango collective sliced mango co s-l-i-c-e-d-m-a-n-g-o-c-o i think i spelled that right but i'll also link it in the show notes and follow us to see what we're up to if you want to get more involved in the local filipino community smc is a great start and truthfully what got me into writing as well was bts as always i had really been drawn to their lyricism and if you it's one of those things if you know you know their ability to convey feelings through words and through music i think music is a beautiful channel it's just phenomenal it's just no words mic drop you know what i mean and i think i've been paying attention more to writing to songwriting screenwriting when it comes to movies and films um and even with a podcast like this being able to write better has always been a goal of mine for as long as i can remember and i think by writing things out you just feel a lot better and that goes with like a diary too and i think words are extremely powerful just even reading this poem out loud um makes me rethink and takes me back to when i was writing it and it's just it's just a time so yeah that's kind of all i have so yeah that's kind of all i prepared for this episode i hope you learned a little bit about mangoes and filipino culture i also wrote another poem for the zine maybe i'll do another episode on that um it's a love letter to the 19 year old dropout so that's exciting i'll also link the zine it's free to read online so please check it out if you can um yeah i think that's all again thanks for listening and See you next week. Bye.